ladies and gentlemen, since we last recorded, the Bruins have won five games in a row, gotten a goalie goal, re-signed David Posternock to an eight-year extension, and traded for Tyler Bertuzzi. And we're back. Like what? I I th- I, th- I think we're having fun. <laughs> I maybe maybe a little. Um, <laughs> I just I've said it over and over and over again this year, but you kind of just get to a point where it's like, what is there left to say? They just keep oh, winning. Thank, thank God for, like, the Bertuzzi trade and Orlov and Hathaway. Obviously, because that's great for the Bruins. But just, like, you know what? It gives a little bit of a change in in what we can talk about. And we can now hyper-focus on those players specifically. And yeah. be like, mm, yes, this is what they're bringing. Um, they gave us too much at once, though. Because yeah, we're going to use it all in one episode. And, you know, like, in normal times, like, that goalie goal would get, like, 40 minutes. A segment. Oh, literally. <laughs> and I didn't even well, see it. Oh, <laughs> I I'm probably gonna be forever mad about that unless someone else scores one this year. No, honestly, I I almost didn't even watch it. Then I was like, uh, I'm, I'll watch it. <laughs> then I, then in the third period they were up by one. I was like, oh, well, it's Can- the Canucks. You know, they're good at locking down the game. Maybe maybe I'll turn it off and do something <laughs> else. Uh, okay, I'll keep it on. And yeah, I was like, oh my god, he's going for it. And just right down the middle. <laughs> yeah. What a fella. It's what like a fella. The the one game I was like, yeah, you know, I'm perfectly okay with missing a Saturday night game against the Canucks. I'll go hang yeah, out okay. with my friends. Yeah. And all Mark scores a goal. <laughs> like, are you kidding me, man? It's so annoying, too, because with, like, I remember seeing... What was your reaction? There was, like, okay. I remember seeing with, like, three minutes left in the game or something, like, I just, like, checked the NHL app, and I was like, oh, I should just Mm -hmm. pull this up, because I could have just streamed it then. I was like, ah, you know what? This game's over. I don't need to watch, you know, an empty netter or them just closing it out. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, you love the Canucks. You get it. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then, yeah, like a minute after it happened, because I was like, okay, this has probably been enough time. Bruins have probably won. Let's do the win tweet or whatever. Um, <laughs> I, I, I pull out my phone and I look and I see a notification from the score app saying, uh, Bruins goal, Linus Allmark. And I'm like, that's well, gotta that's gotta be, be a mistake. mistake. <laughs> they, they make, they make mistakes often enough. Oh, like yeah. today, yeah. like it they showed that Carlo scored when it was Loco that scored, like, second goal today. I was like, that's got to be a mistake. But why do I have 15 Twitter notifications? <laughs> and so I opened Twitter, and I think the first thing I saw was you, you, like, one of your tweets being like, that actually just happened. I was like, no! <laughs> I mean, like, yes! But no! Yeah, I was of course. Just... When you're not... <laughs> Yeah, that was uh, the following twenty minutes after that happened was was me laughing and saying, "Oh my god!" Yeah, I I literally just like it's just one of those things where it's like, "Come on!" I I watch so many of these games and I like rarely like miss them, and then. Yeah. The one that I miss. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, come Something's on! Bound to be crazy. Just when you just miss. like I, I was thinking. Oh yeah, you know what? Maybe Orlov or Hathaway will do something in that game because that was their day. Uh, that was their debut. That's the one game Orlov hasn't. <laughs> yeah, and. No, uh, it was it was just Allmark. My Bruins win tweet got seven hundred likes for some reason. 
Like it's game seven of 2011 when tweet. Honestly. <laughs> I just... Seeing him go down the line of the bench. Oh, yeah. Fist Handshake, yeah, fist bump line. Like... That was hysterical. I, I... Oh, yeah, someone did get the puck. Obviously, because yep. he, he had it after the game, but just oh God, seeing the replay, just JT seeing Miller took the puck and threw it into the crowd as high as he well, could. I mean, Quinn Hughes just slaps, like, does a slap <laughs> shot of it against the boards, like, <laughs> absolutely just fires it. Like, thank God for whoever went down and got it. And Jack Edwards' call. He lost his mind, and I can't <laughs> even blame him. <laughs> And honestly, it seemed like everyone else was like, yeah, normally hate Jack Edwards, but this rules. And I was like, thank you. You know what? Thank you. Finally. You know what? We can appreciate that. That call was just incredible. Him just losing his mind. And it's so funny because he loses his mind for like 50 seconds. And then you have Brick just come in and be like, just start the analysis of what just happens. Like, well, you know, they dumped the puck in. It's just like the most monotone change in voices because he's just like so casual about it. Doesn't make any vocal reaction to a literal goalie goal and just lets Jack Edwards just yell and scream. It's so perfect. I was watching on the Canucks broadcast because of um, Hockey Night in Canada. I wanted to see the uh, intermissions with uh, Elliot Friedman and all of them. So once that happened... I immediately switched over and and had to rewind it so I could hear that call. I was kind yeah. of disappointed I didn't hear it in real time, but oh my god. And then he's not satisfied with just scoring a goal. A couple <laughs> nights later, what was it, 54 saves, 52 saves? 54 saves like against I the mean, Flames. A Bruins, a Bruins record uh, for most saves in a single game, which honestly, I was surprised it was like, not to say that that's low, because that's not low at all. That is an insane amount of saves. But, like, mm-hmm. I was surprised that, like... Have had some good goalies. They've gone I'm from Thomas to Rask to Allmark to Swayman. You know, like... Yeah. I, I was surprised that it wasn't higher than that, but, I mean... Well, Claude Julian's team. stuff. Yeah. No, but that Just, game, he completely stole, and that's an understatement. He literally was the only player playing that game <laughs> like i know the bruins scored four goals in that game Allmark was mm. still the only player playing that game um yeah just... it wasn't even like he was just getting shots from the point the whole game They're, the flames were really good and they had several 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 grade a opportunities and he was well i guess he stopped them all i'll put it that he <laughs> put it easy like that but yeah yeah, the Flames had uh, six expected goals, according to Money Puck. And the deserve to win meter has the Bruins at like 18%. And at the end of the... <laughs> at the dude, I had it at the end... Hold on, let me see. I had it at the end of the sec, first or second period? I think it was the first period. Yeah, at the end of the first period, it was at 11%. And then at the end of the second period, it was at 3.8%. Anyway, so they won. <laughs> I Allmark Allmark has already won the Vesna. Oh yeah. And honestly, if it wasn't for McDavid, he should probably be in the heart conversation. I I mean he should still be in the conversation, but yeah, uh, McDavid McDavid's gonna win that handedly. You know, like it's gonna be to McDavid. Me it's not won. even worth being in the conversation because <laughs> McDavid's one, two, three, four, five. Somehow. Yeah. I mean. Hey, quickly on McDavid. They... What is that? Five games in a row with two or two or more goals? Oh, it's I mean, it's just on. it's just two goals. It's it's five games in a row with two goals. He he went he went four games without a goal before this and then was like, Oh, I guess I'll score I'm some never more. Not scoring again. Oh, <laughs> yeah, never God. again. Worst experience of his life going four games without scoring a goal. Still had five assists in that span. And then yeah, he's had ten goals and six assists. In five games. Out of curiosity, hold on. No. My bad. Um, <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, they beat the Leafs, they lost to the Bruins, they beat the Penguins, they beat the Flyers, but they also lost to the Blue Jackets. So, 
With McDavid yeah, scoring that's... two goals in each of those games, they only won three out of those five. Mm. Poor McDavid. Yeah, someone saved Hey, him. they stomped the Leafs last night. I mean, yeah. That was pretty cool. Um, so, Linus Allmark this season has had five games where he did not have a 900 save percentage on that game. Guess Jeez. when the last one was. When? Yeah. Probably oh, I mean, that's kind like of... late January? Ooh, close. Middle of January, that home game against Toronto. He allowed three goals on 24 shots. Oh, and wait, he on, still uh, won. Nope, on 21 shots. So, yeah, yeah. And um, these other games where he's had <laughs> had under 900 save percentage, two of them were in October. <laughs> uh, one in December. Uh, one in November, and then January. And I can only imagine, I'd have to look this up, what his stats are since, like, since that game like against January first, or yeah, even after that. But <laughs> yeah, if you could look I that mean... up and find that out, that'd be kind of crazy. Because I just pulled up his game logs, and yeah, nine forty seven, nine sixty three, nine sixty eight, yeah. nine twenty nine, and so on. Also, see. one of the in October the games, one of the October games you're talking about, was mm-hmm. when he came in relief for Swayman in that Sens game. Yeah. Yeah, we <laughs> so don't talk about that one. Twenty minutes. Please. <laughs> He's got a 940 save percentage in 2023. <laughs> the 186 goals against average. Now let's go from that game we were just talking about till now. Let's see. That jumps up to a 944. <laughs> oh my god. I his, mean, his, the worst save percentage he's had in a game since then was a 914 like, save percentage. Yeah, I was he, did that, like he did that twice. Um, in back-to-back games, actually, against Carolina and Tampa, th- uh, three goals against on 35 shots. Both losses. Um, but the worst save percentage she's had in the last, like, 10 starts was a 9-14. I, <laughs> I don't even know what this it's like, truly he's, incredible, he's... and I don't think anyone expected this when they signed him. No, I I expected like nine fifteen yeah, would be very nice and like perfect for what they would get out of him. They got a nine thirteen last year, or no? What? What am I looking at? They got a nine seventeen last year. Sorry, I was looking at Rask's stats. I was like, what? Oh, it always um, goes back to him. Yeah, because I was just like, we haven't seen a season like this in recent memory for the Bruins. Like, Tim Thomas's Vesna year um, in 2010-11, he had a 938. Allmark's at a 938. And can you tell me what happened that year when uh, Tim Thomas had 938 save percentage, 2010-11? What hmm. might have what might have hmm. happened? Uh, hmm. I don't know. As you're a Minecraft villager. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> um. All right. So I I pulled something up here. Mm-hmm. Remember when? A certain goalie for Montreal won the Hart Trophy in 2014-2015. Uh, yeah, Jake Allen. Yeah, 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 you're right. Let's compare stats here. I guess, well... I, Alright, maybe this isn't fair enough because Carey Price started 66 games that year. Jeez. So never mind, because Allmark's at... I don't know if this includes tonight, but 38... Well, he didn't play tonight, duh. He's got 38 games played while Price had 66 that year. But I was just going to compare that. Price that year had a 9.33 save percentage, and Allmark has a 9.38. But 30 game differential, blah blah blah. So I mean, yeah. never mind. I won't make that point. <laughs> I mean, it's still like, yeah. I don't think, especially with McDavid existing, like Allmark's not going to win the heart. But well, of if, course, if he's not a nominee, that's going to be 
I don't want to say disrespectful, but like it's disrespectful, you know. Um, the one thing I won't like is if I I know this has happened before. Well, at least maybe not it's happened before, but people make the argument for both, where both McDavid and Dreisaitl are up there in the voting, or even two teammates in general. And I think uh, it's kind of <laughs> counterintuitive to have two players as a heart finalist or even talk about either or being a heart finalist because it's, it kind yeah. of dilutes the other one's case. But anyways, yeah, it was but like, yeah, no, I was just trying to compare the two. To to not compare it to hockey, uh, not uh, last year of baseball, but the year before that, Otani won AL MVP, but then... Vladdy and Marcus Simeon were the other nominees. And, it, mm. and like, sure, Simeon had, like, I think it was, like, 44 homers. Vladdy had right. something like 45 or something. But it was just, like, the Jays didn't make the playoffs, even. And they had two MVP nominees. And sure, it's divided into, like, AL and NL MVP for baseball. But it was still just like, I feel like both of them probably shouldn't be there, you know? And, yeah, I don't know. I think, obviously, McDavid's winning the heart. And Allmark's gotta be probably second in heart voting, and then... You said it before. There needs to make a McDavid heart trophy, and then an everyone else <laughs> heart trophy. Yeah, literally. <laughs> Just, uh, yeah, this is the award to acknowledge that Connor McDavid exists every year. Yes, Connor, we get it. <laughs> we know, <laughs> you're good at hockey, pal. You can you can tone it down, Relax. let other people win, okay? Or at least win in the regular season. 118 points in 62 games, man. Just looking at that makes me laugh. Yeah. It's like Pasternak's having an incredible year at 83 points and 61, and he's still fourth in the league behind Kucherov, who's quietly still just Kucherov, and then Dreisaitl at 90, and yeah, McDavid at 118. 118. He's on pace for 155 points. Please. We'll finish with more points. <laughs> <laughs> I think McDavid oh might have gosh. to jump on that one. No, he's you watch him go pointless the rest of the year. It's all your fault. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, Zach Zach Hyman has thir- 29 goals. <laughs> Ryan Nugent Hopkins is 13th in the NHL in points. And 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 he's a fighter. Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Did you huh? see that last night? I did not. He fought Justin Hall and he beat the shit out of him. He fought Justin Justin Hall. How is Justin Hall playing on the Leafs with that like that team how is well, he they didn't in their lineup Gustafson, i don't think but even tonight he's playing they love him for some reason but i have yeah. to watch that but paul like hits it might have been yamamoto behind the net and it's a 5-2 game so he goes mm, up to him yeah. and i'm like oh that should be fun and well he kicks the shit out of him <laughs> but but yeah uh lena solmark very good very good um Seeing as we're already 18 minutes in, let's yeah. let's get let's quickly just since we've already gone here, let's just quickly recap the other games that we have missed, and then we'll talk about Bertuzzi and Pasternak and Felino and Hall and potentially Marshawn tonight. So the Bruins have now won nine games in a row. Quietly, I I kind of I knew they were on a winning streak. I just kind of I thought it was like six or seven or something. No, it's nine. Um. What we've missed is the game against Seattle. Of course, we recorded that, like, evening after the Bruins traded for Orlov and Hathaway. That Seattle game, I tweeted it during the game. It was it was literally just that San Jose game back in 2018-19 over again. It was just... Well, can you remember what happened in the spring of 2019? Sorry. So anyways, the next game was Vancouver. Uh, all Mark scored. We've been over that. Gotcha. Uh, after that was the uh, game against the Oilers, which McDavid scored two goals. And then, what was it? Nosek, Felino, and Zaka all scored for the Bruins. Yep, and made the Oilers trade for Matthias Alcohol. That's true. Because of how, yeah. Uh, this uh, Before this game, Taylor Hall had flown back to Boston with 
what's still being called what a lower body injury is it upper action don't yep. remember lower, lower i yeah. think um and felino got hurt in the flames game then right i want to say yep he so, got hit by zadorov and right he, uh yeah it, his leg looked like it was completely uh, it looked horrible yeah and clearly it, it's not great but and then yeah as we were just talking about the uh Bruins game against uh, the Flames, of course, which was the Elmark game. Of course, <laughs> uh, Orlov scored two goals in the first period. Um, <laughs> which, speaking about him, he has he has seven points in four games. Uh, he had he had three goals with Washington all season, and he has That's three and four already. games with the Bruins. So. I don't know, I say it's decent. Yeah. He's been okay, yeah. you know. And Hathaway hasn't even been really a prick yet, too, so we're, we haven't reaped <laughs> yeah. all the benefits yet. Uh, just wait until game one of the playoffs. Um, And then, yeah, that brings us, I guess, to tonight's game, which... I mean, it was close, going into the third you know it was only it was only a two nothing game going into the third uh, of course Marshawn got hurt uh in the second period when he got boarded oh yeah that no call casual you know just i was uh watching the sabers broadcast tonight because you know i'm in new york and uh that penalty where upl and the sabers tripped pasta oh yeah they did not stop talking about that and how it was a bad call even well afterwards, but they, of course, didn't mention anything. I didn't even know that that boarding had happened until I saw it on Twitter because the Sabres yeah, broadcast didn't want to show it. Because, you know, narratives, but... Yeah, I didn't actually, like, see... That's brutal. I mean, I wasn't closely paying attention to the game at that point, um, but I didn't actually see the boarding happened. I only saw... Actually, I think it was you that I first saw the tweet from about Marshall being hurt, and I was like, oh yeah, he's not out there. And then yeah. <laughs> eventually saw the clip posted on Twitter of, yeah, the board. Like, it's just boarding. That's exactly what happened for me, too. I saw someone say, why is Marshan not out there? And then I look up, and it's a face-off, and I see Bergeron, DeBrusque, and Pasta. And I'm like, well, wait a second. It's not an icing. What the heck's going on over there? And then, yeah, and I saw you had retweeted the video first, and I'm like, yeah, that that's that, that, that's not legal what the hell yeah but montgomery after the game said we think it's gonna be all right we're not positive yet well which one is it don't don't make yeah, me think happy I, thoughts i assume it's a better result than what they thought of yeah and Holland i mean i guess also maybe you don't want to be <laughs> Maybe Super they're honest. not gonna say this, but it's the Sabers. You're up, you know. They don't have yeah. Darlene or Tuck, so maybe you're just like, all right, well, we'll try to quote coast into this W and then score five goals <laughs> to make it a seven-one win. Yeah, but I mean, oh, they. I, I mean, this is two injury scares with Marshan this week. Yeah, <laughs> I'm tired. Of I mean, rap. they've everyone in bubble wrap. They've been dodging them all season, you know, like. Yeah. I don't have like a. I wonder if you could find like a man games missed uh, list in the NHL. I would fully expect the Bruins to be number one on like the good side. They have. We're not used to that. Yeah, no, (laughs) they have not been, uh, you know, injured much at all. Knock on wood, whatever. uh, Oh no! You need to knock on the wood. No, I did. I didn't hear it. Okay, uh, here. Let me just go like. Well, when it certainly went through in OBS. If you didn't hear it, well, too bad. Um, I didn't hear it. Yeah, the Bruins. Um, <laughs> the heck, kind of a. Okay, well, I don't know what the heck kind of. Okay, well, the page just completely changed. Now I'm looking at the Blue Jackets who have lost the most games. All right, well, that's not what I. <laughs> nice. It's not what I was looking for. Um. Regardless, um, oh, I might have, nope, I don't, 
All data. Oh my god. Yeah, I don't know if I don't know if there's a found one thing and it's like you must have a paid subscription. Yeah, exactly. That's what I just saw. No, no, I won't. Okay. Yeah, I just I found another one, but it's just like it's showing when players have missed games. It's not telling me just total in the NHL. But yeah, I mean, DeBrusque missed that like 20 game stretch. You had Nosek miss 10. Obviously, McAvoy and Marshawn missing some to start the season. Grizzlick missed some to start the season. Yeah. Uh, Since they got healthy, they've been pretty lucky. But yeah. let's just say they're, from what I've seen, at least from February 24th, they're not bottom five and they're not top five. <laughs> sure. Apparently, well, this was on 24, so it could be outdated a little bit, but I'm not paying $60 just to see this. <laughs> yeah. The Rangers have only lost 29 man games lost to injury. What? If, if that's true. 29? Uh, apparently. That was on the 24th. I, don't I mean, the Bruins that. can't be, like... No, DeBrusque missed at least 20 on on his own. Yeah. And you have McAvoy who missed at least like 10, I think. Marshall missed like 7 or something. Yeah. Okay. I'm surprised that's not easier to find. What the heck? Yeah. I swear I saw something the other day. You would have thought. You can always find stuff not. until you need to, right? Pretty much. Don't worry. In a couple months, we'll be like, remember how we were talking about Man Games Lost? Yeah, Man Games Lost, and then everyone on the team got hurt. <laughs> oh, oh. Anyways, so uh, I guess from that, from the game specifically, let's go to Nick Foligno is placed on IR. So uh, I I don't know if that was officially retroactive. It normally always is retroactive to when he gets got hurt. So I would assume that was retroactive to the, I guess, the day after the Flames game, which would have been, um, I guess, yesterday. So retroactive to yesterday. Uh, he has to spend a week on IR. He would be able to return uh, before the Bruins' awful stretch, um, which is... Uh, God, what is it? It's like 15 games in 24 days or something like that. Uh, actually, it might be less than that. No, it it's 15 games in 25 days is what it is. Terrible. It's just a Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, Tuesday schedule for about four weeks. Um, but Felino would be able to return before that. Hopefully, it's not that serious. Obviously, he is on IR and not LTIR, so... Yes, the Bruins needed cap space for the Bertuzzi trade, but there is definitely some concern with Taylor Hall. Now, I myself absolutely have never said anything bad about cap circumvention. I am a 100% believer in using LTIR. So anyways, Taylor Hall was placed on LTIR. <laughs> and There's a difference between using it and then what's happened in the past so that's true and we don't know exactly what taylor hall's status is because he missed the game against edmonton and calgary obviously tonight uh which is already three games and they said that he was going like going back to boston and it was worse than originally thought he was seeking out a second opinion on his injury are you how are we how are we feeling about this do we think it's kucherov's situation or do we actually think it it's like a real legit injury that we should be worried about him not coming back for a i think it's bit? in between i think it's a real injury but maybe they cheese it out a little bit and just have have him get healthy Rest up, get ready for the playoffs, which I think at this point, that's close enough. It's not waiting for, was that the, I can't even remember what year that was now. Was that the year where there's only 56 games where they sat him out? I think so, yeah. So, yeah, so there's a difference. There's a complete difference. And if you don't see the difference, you're a Lightning fan. Anyways. Yeah. I, I think he's injured. I mean, I, I don't mean, think. Yeah, he's definitely was... injured. <laughs> Definitely injured pretty good, I think, because there was other ways to make the cap work. Yeah. I think should 
<laughs> should this not have been a serious injury? And I think it's mostly, you know, maybe he'll be out real injured, maybe three or four weeks. And then at that point, it's just, all right, well, get your legs back under you and come back ready to go game one. So, yeah, whatever. Shit. It's not like he had his injury in pre and right after winning the cup and then waited an extra couple months to get a surgery done and then can't return until, oh, game of the playoffs, he's ready to go. But yeah. whatever. Anyways. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll see. It's, it's tough because I don't know what kind of cap shenanigans they would have to do to bring him back during the season. I just know it'd be very weird. And... <laughs> Um, I still can't believe Mike Riley's on the team. <laughs> right? I mean, hey, that could still change before 5 p.m. tomorrow, but I doubt it. I I think he's going to be staying as literally the ninth defenseman, um, which is just crazy to me. But, yeah, he's still on the team. I doubt he's getting traded by the deadline tomorrow. Uh, it doesn't seem like the Bruins are making another move before tomorrow. I mean, Sweeney himself said that. So, he's got something else up his sleeve. Maybe all the pieces cool. are all the pieces are locked in, pretty much. And if that drastically changes, I mean, we will <laughs> we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. But yeah, Hall and LTIR. So yeah, so I just real quick, I found your. Uh... Your man games lost oh, yeah. here, but this one kind of sorts it with money too, but yeah, it's very weighted from the Nosek injury, Forbert's finger injury, DeBrusque, Marshan and McAvoy, which I mean, I wouldn't even count Marshan and McAvoy because I mean, those were off season stuff, but um, well, back on February 24th, um, I'd have to go through and physically count and add up every number from every team, so I'm not going to do that. But from February 24th, yeah, the Rangers had 32 man games lost. The Bruins had 102, which, you know, Martian and McAvoy missed time. No sickness. Uh, I mean, this was counting even when Zaboral technically wasn't playing because of an illness, too. I looked at that. Mm. So, I mean, they've been, they definitely have been lucky, though. And knock on wood. It's glass, but it's wood now. Yeah, I just every yeah, I don't know. It's they've gotten lucky, <laughs> absolutely. But I mean, hey, that's that's what you need. Yeah. Meanwhile, and... Washington's lost three hundred fifty-three games to, to yeah, one game to injury. <laughs> yeah. Um. Hey, I'm not gonna complain. This the situation they're in. These are this is the way everything is folded. And with Taylor Hall going to LTIR, the Bruins went out and traded for Tyler Bertuzzi, who two days ago I I was kind of like because Darren Drager posted a tweet just saying um, Detroit is again listening to interest in Bertuzzi, and he said ask is a first plus, and I was like that feels like a Bruins trade that could be made, right? Uh, the cap space, I had no idea, you know, really just like who cares. Um, but it was kind of just like a fun thought to have. Cause like, you know, Hall Coyle Bertuzzi as your third line is just stupid. And they might be able to run that come playoff time. Cause Bertuzzi's on the Bruins. And what, like what, <laughs> you know? Like actually, just what? How 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 are we feeling about this acquisition? Another piece of shit to play against. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Really, but, like. I mean, you're gonna throw Marsh. Okay, uh, healthy, healthy. All right, let's talk healthiness. Let's be positive. You're gonna yeah. throw Marshan out there, then Taylor Hall. Wait. What? Then Pavel Zaka. I meant. With with pasta, I there's Pavel Zaka, then there's Pavel Zaka as a checkmate. All right, that's true. And then we'll go Hall and Bertuzzi if healthy, right? Yes. 
on a third line with Charlie Coyle. Yeah. And then the fourth <laughs> line is Felino Frederick Hathaway, Felino Nosek <laughs> Hathaway, wh- whoever you yeah. want to put there. I saw people arguing over whether Frederick or Nosek should be in, like genuinely arguing. <laughs> I. And it's like, okay, calm down. It's the fourth line center. <laughs> nah, they'll be rotating in and out during playoffs. Yeah, like, plus it's, you're fooling yourself if you think they're going to be healthy at any point. Yeah, exactly. It's the playoffs. It's the, it's the stretch. Like, I I think, obviously the Bruins are on pace for the NHL record and wins. I don't think they're going to hit it. Um, no, because they're gonna take, they're gonna rest players too much. Yeah, and just the nature of what this schedule looks like, it's just hey, it'd be it'd be nice to be wrong if they just keep on winning and have great momentum going into the playoffs. I just don't think it's gonna happen. Um, uh, it's just such a brutal stretch, and not every team that they're playing they in like in it is like the greatest opponent. You know, you have a game against Chicago, you got Habs game, you got like a Predators game, you got the Blue Jackets in there, you got the Blues They're still in there. games. But those are still games, and those games are going to add up, especially when you're playing other teams like, oh, the Oilers, a back-to-back with the Red Wings, the light, a back-to-back of Lightning Hurricanes, uh, the Sabres again, the Wild, the Jets, right? The yeah, Sens, and then they have this you're still playing good up. teams. Yeah, I have a five-game road trip. Through, you got to go through Detroit, Chicago, Winnipeg, and Minnesota. Not necessarily, well, and Buffalo, but not necessarily the hardest opponent, opponents all around, but still traveling through to the yeah. middle of the continent. <laughs> yep. and then you got to go from Minnesota at 2 o'clock, play there, leave, fly to Buffalo, and then play Sunday at 1. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, they play every Thursday, pretty much every Tuesday. It's I, it's weird they have a four game, four day off stretch coming up after those Rangers. Yeah, game. it's uh, four days. Every, prepare your bodies every for other day. every other day, every other day, and less because it's always the weekend back to back. Like oh, it looks true, yeah. nice yeah. visually. It looks nice as a schedule, right? Yeah, playing that is going to be brutal. Luckily, we don't suit up. Especially because between them, there's... I mean, this... Well, I guess the... Not terrible, but I mean, you got to go from Boston to Detroit. You got to go from Minnesota to Buffalo. Then the following weekend, it's from Boston to Carolina, which I guess that one's not too, too bad, but... Yeah. And then the other one's Pittsburgh, St. Louis. Just quickly go to New York City or... Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's... I don't, like... I don't expect them to break the win record if they do. That's great. Um, but I'll just circle a couple games that I really want them to win. <laughs> exactly. Like you, you want opponents. if if they can win that Lightning Hurricanes back to back. Oh boy, yeah. I mean that MVP that game against the Hurricanes is absolutely a scheduled loss, but yeah. um, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. And adding Bertuzzi to this team. Another it's, piece of shit. Yeah, it's just so good. And so funny. Yeah, I've I've seen, you know, people complains like he only has four goals. People complain. Yeah. He only has four goals this season. He has thirty last year. It's like, yeah, true. Uh he is a relative like he is kind of an injury prone player. He's been out this year. He's only played twenty nine games. His wrists or something like that. Yeah, it was something like that. I don't know exactly, but he's played twenty nine games this year and he has four goals. Um and I think the biggest thing to remember, which I actually saw Steve Dangle point out um, about this, because people are worried, oh, he's not he's not shooting well, he's not going to be scoring much. First off, Bertuzzi is more primarily a playmaker anyways. Secondly, he's shooting 6% this season. His career shooting percentage is 14. Have you ever heard of a player... Um, that the Bruins acquire at the deadline that's having a terrible year shooting-wise. Maybe Brian happened Gianna. in the last two years. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Brian Gionta, that's the point. Um, but no, Taylor Hall had two goals in 37 games with the Sabres. Yeah. He was shooting 
And then the Bruins traded for him. He had eight goals in 16 games. Sometimes all it takes is just that that trade. You know, you get more motivation. You get onto, you know, a better team, better culture. And everything can turn around. For someone who, again, isn't really a, a, a sniper anyways, but hey, if he puts up 20, 25 goals over the course of a full season, that's pretty successful. So you bring in a guy like Pertuzzi who can who can pass the puck really well, who is just a just so annoying to play against. He is so annoying to play against. And uh, luckily, for the Bruins' sake, there's uh, no more restrictions about entering uh, Canada unvaxxed, because, um, well, <laughs> Choosy still isn't, but... Uh, well, actually, I don't know if the Bruins are playing any Canadian team in the playoffs anyways, so... They're going to have to go to Ottawa. I don't know about that one. Although they have won four in a row. <laughs> uh, and also, I mean, there's... I don't know what kind of pressure there was in Detroit this year, but he was on the first line with Larkin and David Perron. Mm-hmm. So he's going to be on your third line getting some good matchups yeah. with Taylor Hall and Charlie Coyle. So, I mean, well, how come with Taylor Hall? I don't want to jinx well, anything because yeah. I am so we scared that that's worse than... Yeah, I and we could even possibly I'm, think. Because... I am just in my head, just kind of assuming that it's going to be like long term. Because then, if oh, it's, yeah. well, if it's less than that, then great, you know. Um, by long term, do you mean playoffs or I mean, worst like, of playoffs? Like I think maybe round two into right. like conference finals for him to return is right, what stop, I was stop, thinking. Stop, 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 stop. I hey, I have no way of knowing. It's all speculation at this point. But I mean, Ty Anderson had. Like said earlier today, that um, the vibes sounded right, like it was not a Kucherov situation, and it was like an actual. They got worse news than they had originally thought, because because they they had ruled out Hall for this Thursday, or actually I think they called him unlikely. Um, yeah, which was for this Thursday like, game oh. uh, yesterday, and then Felino they said uh, uh, was also like fifty fifty or something like that. I don't remember exactly what the word was, but. Obviously, something changed there, and so the Bruins yeah. went out and got Pertuzzi, which feels like, hey, great reaction, Sweeney. Uh, not going to complain, but it's just like, oh, hey, this one uh, third-line left-winger is hurt. All right, time to get another. Um, which <laughs> yeah, is so weird to call Taylor Hall your third-line left-winger, but I don't know. It, It'll never, never not be. Yeah. This is this is the year. They're absolutely going for it, and yeah, why not? They have one first or second round pick in the next three years, and honestly, I don't care. Like, the, the first next year that they just traded for Bertuzzi is top 10 protected in the event that, you know, everything goes down, a lot of people don't resign, and they fall out. Well, you know, that's a thing, but... I mean, they're just good. That pick's going to be, at worst, between... 11 and 20, I would yeah, say. Yeah, I would assume. Especially with David Posternock resigned. Oh, that happened too? Wow, what a day. Yeah, we're 43 minutes into this and we still haven't even gotten to Posternock being resigned. Although, honestly, there isn't too much to really say on that because. He's a rich man. Yeah, he signed an eight year, 11.25 million per deal, 90 million total. And the only reason he's going to change his living arrangements is if he wants a more expensive penthouse. Yeah. Or an actual house, because he's already like 26 years old. Maybe he wants to move out of the city life. (laughs) Which I was thinking this morning, it feels like just yesterday it was, oh my god, they signed him. He's coming to training camp late. Yeah, huge, uh, what was it, 6 by 6.6 cap hit, let's go. And now we're, wow. Dude, we talk about it too much. Time freaking flies. I hate it. Yeah. But, hey, I mean, good for him. Good for Don Sweeney. Good for good for us. Good for us. <laughs> good for us. And good for Posnock. And at least I don't have to bring up... Yeah, so Posnock still hasn't been signed every episode for uh, for the rest of time. Time's only lasting another well, we eight can, years. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, we'll worry about that in uh, 2031. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ, that's not a real year. Anyways. Hey, we we were saying that about 2023. Probably, yeah. <laughs> Jeez. All right. All right. That's the Bruins stuff pretty much cover, covered. Jeez. Other than one trait that we forgot to talk about. Do you remember the other trade that the Bruins made? Because uh... I completely forgot about it. Oh, Keith Kincaid, right? Yep. The How could we even who did who did hesitate? they who did they get for him? Oh my god! <laughs> uh, wait, I know this one. Oh my god! He... <sighs> this happened this last five days ago. Yeah, Shane Bowers. This happened yeah. five days ago, and like, yeah, it's more of an AHL deal, obviously. The Bruins had like a three goalie carousel in Providence, so they moved off the the oldest of the three and got Shane Bowers, who's been a young player who kind of really hasn't put it together. I think it was part of the Matt Duchesne deal. Uh, on the uh, yeah, because he was a Sens draft pick, they sent him as part of the Matt Duchesne deal. I forgot Matt Duchesne was a senator. Yep, oh that was gosh. that was a period of time. Uh, it, it certainly was. And oh, what a surprise! He went to Boston University. Yeah, that's actually what I was about to say. So obviously, that's why they got him. But uh, not like a huge deal. I'll always remember Keith Kincaid in his nine sixty eight save percentage in the one game he played for the Bruins. Absolute yep. legend. Okay, let's go quickly through some of these notable trades i will say a trade you give me your quick thoughts and yeah okay nino niederreiter to the jets for a second round pick um sure go go try (laughs) to make the playoffs winnipeg i don't even know what your standings look like but yeah you go off dennis gurionov to the habs for evgeny dadinov uh stars need scoring help and Montreal tries to do another reclamation project, which yeah. Marty St. Louis might be the guy to... Wasn't there a year where Gurionov like, completely went off, or was that in the bubble or something? What was that? It was it was the bubble playoffs where he had he 17 nine, points in 27 yeah, nine, games. Yeah, and but I mean, 20 goal really. scorer, he's, well, he's 25. Well, you never know. Yeah. You never know. So, whatever. Hey, good trade for both. Have, yeah, I, so. I guess technically get a little bit for a guy that I don't even know if he was on an expiring contract. I assume so. So hey, you go crazy, Montreal. You you you're going places. So yeah, I don't know where, but you're places going. <laughs> um, then you had Vegas acquiring Ivan Barbashev for Zach Dean. Zach Dean, uh, Vegas's twenty twenty one first round pick. Barbashev is such a Cassidy player. Yep, but Cassidy definitely yelled at him when he first got in the locker room. How could you take my cup away? <laughs> yeah, honestly. Now go win me another one. <laughs> yeah, now go get me one. Like, <laughs> do whatever you did to me, but to the other people. Um, yeah. <laughs> I I have to say this one for the memes. Uh, the biggest move out west, it was the Colorado Avalanche acquiring Jack Johnson for Andreas Englund. Huge pickup for the Avs. Really just a solid get. Yeah. Yeah, I'll win the cup again, I'm sure. Yep. Um then we have the monster trade that was Timo Meyer. <laughs> so That was a a long list of To the yeah, I didn't realize it was this long. I knew it was long, I didn't realize it was this long. To the Devils was Scott Harrington, Timo Meyer, Zachary. Amond, Amond, I don't know, Santeri, Hataka, Timur, Ibrahimov, and a 2024 fifth round pick to the Sharks was Andreas Janssen. Yeah, just say Janssen, the, the first round pick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know who these Andreas Janssen, Fabian Zetterland, Nikita, last name, I know I'm going to butcher it. And then uh, also oh, the. Yeah, and. Try to, try to say Shakir's name. 
Oh wait, I know how to say Makama that. Makama something like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He was he was the Devils' 2022 <laughs> first round pick. I've seen Devils fans say a lot about him, so that's probably actually a good acquisition. But and then also a first, second, and a seventh. But that's a big get for New Jersey, um, despite that trade yeah, being and massive they, and they having eight different Harrington. pieces. Um, or Scott Arrington. Didn't get a chance. Then we get to what I genuinely think is the dumbest trade that I have seen in recent years. Now, of course, it's for the Lightning, so it's going to completely work out. But oh, how, is. how is he worth a first, second, third, fourth, fifth, and Cal Foot? Well, Cal Foot's like a depth defenseman at this point. Cal, yeah, yeah kind of form. But a first, second, third, fourth, fifth. Well, it's the Tampa special, acquiring a third liner that turns out to be great. Yeah, um, really. Like, um, but hey, I mean, I get they they really want another cup, I guess, because that's paying a lot for. I mean, even if best case scenario, I'm assuming he's playing third line no matter what, unless injuries, right? Yeah, it's maybe I'm wrong. They so, uh, daily face off has has them on the third line with Ross Colton and Nick Paul. That's a good third line, but um, hey, they have their top six filled out and paying a steep price to maybe fill out what you think is a cup-winning team, which could very well happen. So, hey, got to overpay, I guess. But yeah, that was that was uh, certainly not expected. Yeah, especially when you look at the uh, Lightning's D pairings. Hedman Bogosian, Sergachev Perbix, Nicholas Perbix. Have you ever heard of him? Yeah. I mean, barely. Yeah, once. <laughs> yeah. Once or twice. And he then, threw a big hit. Yeah. Chuck this year. That's, and that, then that's about it. Ian Cole and Eric Chernock. Zach Bogosian is your first line right handed defenseman. Ooh. And you're trading a first, second, third, fourth, and fifth for. Tanner Janot? Is it Janot, Janot? I actually don't know. I've never heard someone say his we'll name. We'll just say Janot. <laughs> I've, I've never heard someone say his name and it's like, you know? Yeah, they're still averaging under three goals allowed per game. So, hey. Yeah. Vasilevsky, you know, you can throw Jack Sean out there for 25 minutes a night, I guess. Yeah. And what was it the other night? Uh, I think um, Vasilevsky had like a it was a lot of saves, I can tell you that, against Detroit. Uh, let me see here, it's loading. He had 45 saves as the Lightning shut out the Red Wings. Jesus. 3 nothing. <laughs> no, Lena Solmark, but... Yeah, of course. Yeah, no. Tampa was outshot that game 45-18 to 18 and won 3 nothing. <laughs> That's literally the, the Bruins-Flames game. Like... <laughs> Literally just what that is. <laughs> Man. Uh, Alright, next up on this list is uh, Chicago tr- uh, trade between Chicago and Toronto. Uh, Blackhawks got Joey Anderson, Pavel Gogolov, a first and a second for Sam Lafferty, two fifths, and Jake McCabe. How do we feel about this one? And and with the absolute silence, I believe your mic may have been muted, which is... Hello? Okay, there Hello? we go. My, my mic unplugged, but I plugged it back in and it didn't register that I plugged it back in. Yeah, okay, because I, I, I heard you... talking about the trade before yet. I heard okay. you, like, get cut off, and I was like, yeah. oh, maybe he just, like, had to, like, quickly mute it or something to, like, say something to, Whoops. like, Jess or your cat or something, but nope. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, uh, good trade for for Toronto. Hey, I, I mean, think so, okay, yeah. you're a pretty decent return for Chicago. I'll know that uh, first isn't for another two years, but mm-hmm. um, well, potentially for another three, but <laughs> um, I mean, the Leafs get a good defenseman in Jake McCabe, who's locked up, I think, for another year or two after it's, this one. It's too. this year, and then two after that at $2 million. $2 million. Dollars. Yeah, I think... good defenseman. Yeah, so he's a, he's a there. very solid defenseman, and only having him make $2 million for the next I mean, two years after this, really, really good. I hate how good the Leafs' deadline has been. Well, it's been up and down, but I hate 
big. We the moves up to this point were very good. I will say. Um, what do you think about them sending Sandine and a uh, Sandine for the Bruins Whoa. first and Eric Gustafson? Yeah. Okay. This confused TSN is a backwards where the Capitals got a first round pick. Oh. So I was like, wait a second. I'm pretty sure Toronto <laughs> yeah, was no. the one who got Boston's first round pick. So, but yeah, that. Uh, I mean, hey, you could maybe they'll move that first. Uh, by the deadline tomorrow, but I mean, Andine's going to be a good defender. He's already pretty good, and I guess they want veterans, but I mean, is Eric Gustafson that guy? I Maybe as a seventh, seventh defenseman, but... Yeah, but you already have some veterans there. Like, you got... I mean, they just traded for Luke Shen. They have Mark Giordano. TJ Brody's 32. I mean, Justin Hall's 31. Morgan Riley's 28. He's been in the league for a while. I don't know yeah. why they got... Like, this trade felt so unnecessary, but it's also kind of like something they forced themselves into because for whatever reason, they think Justin Hall is him when Sandine is just objectively a better defenseman. He's literally a top four defenseman. And sure, you're getting a first round pickback. Maybe they're going to move that today, get a goalie or something because Matt Murray's mm -hmm. on LTIR. But I don't know. You probably could have just traded Sandine for a goalie. You know, like I, it's kind of just like a weird middle trade. Better. Yeah, or something better. I think they just wanted a first round pick. I, I don't yeah. think they like not having picks. That, yeah, that honestly oh, hey. might be what it is. But I mean, let's be real. Bruins pick if we're, you know, uh, I'm not jinxing anything, but let's it's going to be later. Be 26 or later. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. Especially if they make it to the conference final or the cup final. Yeah. Sandine's better than that. Yeah. <laughs> the probability of a player becoming better than what Sandine might turn into is probably Especially small, because but... Sandine is good now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's so like, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing they flipped sense. that. Yeah. They're going to flip that. I would assume. but And I'm afraid to see what it is. And then no matter what, though, every time the Bruins make a trade, I'm like, oh, okay, they're they're good. They're, they're good. Then one other Eastern Conference team even makes a small trade. I'm like, oh, God, oh, God, the Bruins need to do more. <laughs> oh, no, it's going down. Oh, God, the Leafs got a third-round pick for Pierre Engvall. Oh, no. I'm surprised they traded him. Speaking yeah, of the devil. I, he, it freed up two, two million in cap space, but Luke mm -hmm. Shen was only making 850K. So it didn't exactly yeah. feel necessary. They have. Oh, God, cap friendly is so screwed up now because of the stupid sports betting on the site. I hate they have zero dollars in cap space. They, they got to have. Oh, OK. Well, there's got to be something cooking there. I mean, they have nine defensemen on the roster. So, I mean, yeah, they have nine NHL defensemen on the roster defensemen and they'll all require waivers and they're not yeah. gonna they're and not it's gonna leaves so someone's gonna someone's gonna claim the leaves someone always get their out. guys claimed on waivers um so yeah uh, i guess next up uh bruins legend marcus johansson got traded to the minnesota wild i guess traded back uh for a third round yeah. pick hopefully he got his old house back i i don't know <laughs> yeah 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 sure minnesota take on extra picks to retain some money and get bruins legend bruins legend uh i mean yeah leafs acquired shen for a third round pick uh the oilers acquired matthias Ekholm in a sixth for tyson berry reed schaefer a first and a fourth I like that trade for Edmonton. I really do. But yeah. the only thing that really is questionable is the Tyson term Barry. and money on that Ekholm contract. Yeah. Um, but also, for the Predators to get Barry, are they selling or are they not? Because, <laughs> well, who knows, maybe man? Maybe you should flip Tyson Barry, although I probably has a lot of fears. Predators. Preds are six points out of a playoff spot, uh, but they are. Like. Yeah, they have two games in hand. Tyson Berry makes four point five this year and next. 
Maybe you could find a home for him if you flip him, but I don't know. I don't Man, know what a couple doing. of years ago, we'd be talking about this decor being amazing with Yossi, McDonough, Barry. <laughs> Which Yossi's still really good. I don't know about McDonough, but... Yeah. Oh, and, and La- Lausanne. He's making $2 million a year until 2026. Legend. So shout out to him. But, yeah, no, good good, good trade for both. I mean, I, I watched most of the Leafs and Oilers game last night, and Ekholm was all over the ice making plays, so good for Edmonton, especially when they beat Toronto. I don't know why Toronto has like this insecurity when it comes to the Oilers, but it was great. Uh, Next up then, <laughs> the Minnesota Wild acquired Gustav Nyquist, 50% uh, retained from the Columbus Blue Jackets for a 2023rd fifth round pick. The only reason I'm bringing this up is because that's the Bruins fifth round pick in 2023. I assume that was from the coil trade. Um. Oh, what? Oh, no, that was not the coil trade. That was them retaining half of Orlov. So, for retaining half of Orlov, they went out and got Gustav Nyquist at a bunch of money, which he's <laughs> not going to make a difference, but it's what it is. And he's hurt, too. Yeah. Who knows when he'll be back. LTIR. Um, next up was uh, the one that got the most focus, Patrick Kane to the Rangers, which didn't really cost them much. They sent... That's um, just like Taylor Hall. I mean, yeah. It was... Kane held all the cards. He was making so much money. Um, and so the Rangers sent a third to Arizona to retain, and then a second and a fourth to Chicago to retain. Uh, I think the most important part of this deal was the other player the Rangers acquired uh, from Chicago, Cooper Zek. You remember him? Barely. Yeah. I, I I saw his name in this trade. I was like, is that the same one? Yeah, it's the same one. Providence Bruins legend. Um, Apparently oh, had just goal, been... Seven points in 21 games. Yeah, apparently had just been in the... Uh, I guess he was in the Flyers organization last year and then signed with Chicago this year and played in the ECHL this year. And now he's now he's in with the Rangers org. Absolute legend. Yeah, so, I mean, we talk about good forward lines and the Bruins. I mean, you got Kreider, Zabinijad, and Tarasenko's your first line. Yep. Panarin, Trocek, and Kane. So you have two offensive absolute superstars in Panarin and Kane. And then Trocek, who's pretty damn responsible in the middle, that's yeah. a dangerous top six. But clearly, I mean, the Senators... <laughs> Are better. Yeah. No, that's just because the, the Rangers had five defensemen, I'm sure. Mm. Sends it better. <laughs> well, and did Halak play? I don't even know. You say uh, if Igor played, it doesn't count. Oh, true, yeah. Can't count. Uh, yeah, no, good trade. Yeah. I mean... You are getting Patrick Kane, and his defensive numbers have been terrible this year. But I think being able to Patrick Kane. put him on a line with Panarin and Trocek kind of kind of is going to balance that out. And I think he's you also talk about Taylor Hall being on, or was it Taylor? Whatever on the second power play. Well, Patrick Kane's in power play. Yeah, in that's New York. Yeah. So hey, I, that might be pretty good. But. Eh, just a little. Uh... Next up, there's so many trades that happened, man. Uh, Jonathan Quick was... Uh, Jonathan Quick, yeah, we can do this and one third, and then the was, Yeah, was sent to yeah. Columbus for Jonas Korpisalo and Vladislav Gavrikov. So Gavrikov finally got moved, and Korpisalo also got moved uh, to LA. Weird trade, and Jonathan Quick and the Kings locker room was not happy. I'm sure. Which, like, yeah. He's kind of been cornerstone of the franchise for, God, what, like 15 years now? And, I mean, he's in the last year of a 10-year deal. And, uh, well, now he's uh, now he's on Vegas. <laughs> but, <laughs> it's how much he did not want the to go to Columbus. Legend. Yep. Um, yeah, quickly, Lars Eller went to Colorado for a second. 
that wasn't really much important. Wow. Philip Ronick went to the Canucks for a first and a second. Weird trade by both sides. Uh, and then the biggest one, which finally happened, was Jacob Trickerin got traded to the Sens. They'll finally get to play again. Yeah. Uh, for a first, a second, and a second. Which, after two years, how is that only what they, like, what you get? Like, Arizona fumbled the bag so incredibly hard. Yeah, I mean... Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well... Uh... Well, technically that could... Well, they're not going to reach the Eastern Conference Final this year. I saw that condition real quick, but I forgot that that's what that condition was. But Yeah. Imagine they do, then that becomes a good return for the... Oh, yeah. For the uh, Coyotes. But, hey, I mean... I forget where I heard this, but I, it was... I think it was from Elliot Friedman or someone else, but... uh, That that was the best return they could get without retaining money. Which is so Which stupid. It's kind of funny because he's only making 4.6, so. And also the fact that Plus if... what it was like 57% of the Arizona Coyotes payroll is to players that were either cap dumps, uh re- salary was retained when they traded them away, or players that are on LTIR never playing again. So the majority of people that they are, or the majority of money that they are paying to hockey players is for players they don't want. Better reach that cap floor. Like, why not just retain and just, like, you got, like, it's so stupid. Just double down. Like, if you're going to go that far, then just retain on Chikrin as well. You're going to still suck in three years when his deal's up. Like, you're not making any active moves to improve. Just absolute mismanagement by the Coyotes. And other than that, uh, I mean, there is one last trade we do have to talk about. Anders Bjork was traded to the Chicago Blackhawks for future considerations. Good luck in Chicago, Anders, and I hope you get to play with Connor Bedard. (laughs) Although, no, because I don't want him to be in the... No, I don't want the Blackhawks to have him, but you got the point. <laughs> have fun. Maybe he'll be playing in the NHL lineup, because I know he really wasn't for the Sabres. Yeah, he played one game for the Sabres this year. Jesus. Legend. Kim. Legend. Thank you for Taylor Hall. Ah, uh, well, other than that, I believe there were not any questions when I looked. Yep. So... Assuming you have nothing else to add. Not a singular thing. Yeah, because it's, uh, it's, it's been a little while. We will end it there. Um, when we're going to record next? Who knows? Probably after, you know, looking either after the, the Detroit back-to-back or sometime during the middle of the week then. But we'll see. Obviously, if there is some sort of crazy league-shifting trade tomorrow, I'm sure we can do some sort of episode over the weekend, but I don't imagine, you know, if it's just like a few smaller ones, we're not going to rush to record anything, obviously, because the vast majority of trades have already happened anyways. So um, that is all we have. And somehow, someway, the Bruins are still just better. <laughs>